Welcome to the Jaguar Podcast, a show where we discuss all things related to Duval County's finest NFL football team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Duval, baby! What's up, everybody? It's Andrew from the Jaguar Podcast, and today I will be doing a sit-down with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver and return specialist Jamal Agnew. Um, before we get into it, though, a uh, quick shout-out to one of our affiliates and partners, flteams.com, a premier sports website. They do great coverage of all Florida sports teams. And I put my content up there as well. It's flteams.com. Link in the video description. So my guest for today is Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver and return specialist Jamal Agnew. Uh, Jamal Agnew was um, drafted by the Detroit Lions in uh, 2017, and the fifth round out of the University of San Diego. He played for uh, played for the Lions from 2017 to 2020, and he uh, was signed by the Jaguars in 2021. Jamal has a career 179 yards rushing, one rushing touchdown, 40 receptions for 334 yards, four punt returns for a touchdown, and two kick returns for a touchdown. One of those being uh, tying the record for longest kick return in the NFL, 109 yards. Give it up for the great Jamal Agnew. What's up, Jamal? How's it going? I'm good, man. I appreciate that intro. Um, <laughs> happy to be here. Happy to, you know, sit down and talk with you and, the, you know, a lot of the Duval fans out there. Yeah, thanks so much for joining, man. I really appreciate it. Um, so, Jamal, how are you feeling? I know you you had that injury in week 11. Um it it was it was rough to watch, um, mm-hmm. but uh, how, how are you feeling in this off season? No, I'm feeling good, man. I'm getting stronger. You know, I'm I'm you know right on track where I need to be. Probably a little bit ahead of time. Um, you know, obviously I had a freak injury, um, but the the best part is you know it could have been a lot worse than it than it looked. Um, you know, luckily I had you know just you know the hip injury. Um, you know, if you look at the play, I really could have messed, you know, everything up in my knee. And thankfully, my knee wasn't even messed up at all. It was just my calf. I strained my calf, and that's pretty much it. So, you know, everything could have been worse. So that's that's kind of how I looked at it. Obviously, you never want to get hurt like that and have your season cut short. But, um, you know, it could have been a lot worse than it was. And, you know, one thing I'm taking, taking out of it is, you know, I'm going to come into this season – probably stronger than I've ever been and you know I'm I'm really looking forward and excited for that yeah yeah so uh what is the recovery process for that like I mean it was a dislocated hip right no 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 then I didn't dislocate anything um luckily just just some some ligament damage um nothing crazy um thankfully stayed away from dislocation you know obviously that's that's the scary part about hip injuries but definitely stayed away from any of that. Um, recovery is mostly just, you know, I had to stay, you know, off my feet for a while, you know, try not to uh, walk around, you know, as hard as that is. You know, I like to move around, but, you know, try to stay off my feet. You know, I did that. Um, and it's just been a lot of strengthening core, 
um, glutes, everything surrounding the hip, just getting that stronger. Um, and then going from there, you know, just building the, building the baseline of strength with everything around it and, you know, just, you know, getting back to full strength. Great. Well, I'm glad it, I'm glad it wasn't bad. I'm glad we we're all happy that you're, uh, <laughs> that you're recovering smoothly. Um, I want to jump into your story into the NFL cause it really is an amazing story. Um, I mean, you didn't end up getting any, you know, D one offers or scholarships and then you go, uh, to university of San Diego. Um, you weren't invited to the combine, but you know, you, during your pro day, you, you have a great pro day. You, you run a four, three, four forty twice. I mean, that that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, you catch the attention of a, um, pro scout from the lions and then you, you end up getting drafted. Uh, in the fifth round, and you go play for the the Detroit Lions. Obviously, lots of hurdles to jump over. Um, what kept you, uh, you know, driven and motivated to keep uh, going forward? Um, I mean, you know, I always had that chip on my shoulder. Like you said, I was always lo- overlooked. Didn't get any offers coming out of high school. Um, USC is the only school that showed me love. And unfortunately, they were non-scholarships. So, you know, they really couldn't offer scholarships. So, you know, I had to take financial aid out from, you know, student loans and everything. They've got a couple grants, but I mean, that, and, and that's what kind of kept that chip on my shoulder. Just like seeing guys I played against and played with in high school, you know, playing on these full ride scholarships. And I was like, I know I'm just as good or better than these guys, you know, no disrespect to them, but you know, that's kind of always kept me going. And then my head coach at USB, Dale Lindsay, he, he played in the league a long time ago. Um, coaching the league for a while and then you know came to USD and was a head, head coach there um, he was kind of a mentor to me just kind of would always tell me like you got the talent to go but you just gotta you know keep working hard you gotta stay committed you gotta stay you know consistent and you know he, he's really a big part of where um, why I'm where I am today I also heard you know your mom's a huge supporter as well, Arlene. I, I imagine that's, uh, you know, it's great to have a good foundation like that. Yeah, my mom and my dad and even just my siblings and my whole family. I have a big family and, you know, they've been supporting me from, you know, the start. And, you know, they're always out there. Um, if they're not at the games, you know, they're watching on TV. You know, they all get together and watch it on TV together. Um, you know, I got a great support system. Nice. Um, so, you know, I was I was looking at this uh, doing some research and I saw that you and I believe it was Josh Johnson who who played in Washington for for a bit um, were the only two to get uh, to come out of USD and, and and make it into the pros. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Josh actually was the first one. Um, okay. I think that was back in Josh is an old head. Josh that was like back in like 07, 08. Um He was the first one to get drafted out of USD and then. Um, you know, we had some guys, you know, get like training camp invites and stuff here and there. Um, but then I got drafted in 2017, and then we had we've had we had um, one of my good friends, Ross Dwelly. He plays tight end for the Niners. You know, he was a baller in college. He he's been he's been a uh, you know backing up Kittle for a couple years now. Uh, he actually just resigned with him. Um, we got a quarterback, Reed Center. He's with. Um, to Miami right now, and then we got a we got another receiver, Michael Bandy, who's with the Chargers right now. So you know we got a couple guys out there, but um, just like me and Josh, 
Josh, really, Josh kind of gave the exposure to, you know, our school that, you know, we kind of breed talent a little bit. Um, he was there when jo- when when Jim Harbaugh was out there coaching still. So, okay. um, you know, that was pretty cool. Yeah, nice to see some uh, – nice to see you repping, uh, you know, USD. That's amazing. Um, Got to. So, uh, you know, you go to play for Coach Jim Caldwell uh, in 2017. Um, he had – a lot of success and in, in Detroit turned the, the, the team around. Um, what was it like playing for Jim Caldwell? It was great. I mean, honestly, he was just a, a really great leader. Um, he had this really calm demeanor, even when he was, you know, a little bit, you know, pissed off. He just had, he just always had this calm demeanor. Um, and he just knew how to get this, his players and, you know, his coaches to play hard and coach hard. Um, and you just knew you, it was kind of, he was just like one of those, guys you just didn't want to disappoint um he's just one of the good ones and you know i love playing for him i unfortunately i only got to play for him for a year but that was one of my one of my like most fun years of football to be honest because you know we were winning on the field you know we lost some close games but also i feel like i learned a lot that year and I, you know i grew a lot as a player yeah i mean um and you were playing what you, you initially you were playing defensive back right yeah, I was playing DB. Okay. I was mostly just returning kicks, though. I didn't play a lot of DB that year. So is it difficult? You know, you made the transition in 2020 to full-time wide receiver. Was that difficult, making that transition from from defense, playing defensive back over to, to wide receiver? Uh, It was it was difficult in, in some aspects. I mean, the, the athletic ability-wise, not as difficult. Um, I mean, I could really just, like, watch other guys, um, especially, like, Marvin, uh, who, you know, I'm fortunate, fortunate enough to keep playing with. Um, I would just watch the guys like Marvin, Kenny, Danny Amendola, and I would just watch what they're doing and just try to apply it to my game. And I feel like I'm pretty athletic enough to, you know, just see something and be able to do that as well. Um, most difficult transition was probably just learning playbook, um, offensive terminology. Like, obviously – you think you know a lot. You play Madden. You watch. You know. You watch football. But man, you dive into these offensive playbooks. It's crazy. But luckily, I had quarantine and COVID, so I was just in the books, just studying. You know, making flashcards, testing <laughs> myself, quizzing myself. I had a whiteboard. I would draw plays on the whiteboard. Um, I mean, we couldn't do anything. We, we were stuck in the, you know, in the house. This is like right when COVID hit. So um, that was probably the most difficult transition. Okay. Well, sounds like you had a great, you know, wide receiver room to learn from too. So, and, yeah. and now it's, it's kind of cool too, cause you're, you're, you're playing alongside Marvin as well again. So that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Marvin's one of the, Marvin's one of the great ones. Uh, he's, he's one of the, he's one of the coolest dudes you ever meet. I mean, one of the coolest dads you ever meet. I got six kids. I mean, he, he's just doing, he's just doing life right. And he can sing too, right? I've seen like videos where he, He's got so much talent. He can do Mark can literally do anything. <laughs> that's that's awesome, Bob. So Jamal, there were so many great plays last season. I mean, you had the the 102 yard uh, kick return for a touchdown against the Broncos. You have the the touchdown run against Indy. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is that 109 yard uh, kick six uh, touchdown against Arizona. And I'm going to, I'm going to pull it up here real quick. I just want to walk through this video because it is, it is a really amazing play. Um, yeah, I never get tired of it to be honest. <laughs> I bet. All right. So here we go. 
All right, so Prater kicks the ball here. You field it back in the end zone. You catch a nice block from Damian Wilson there. And then I think Shaq throws a block for you there. And then it's bye-bye. See you later. Malcolm, Malcolm <laughs> right there kind of sprung it right there. Yeah. Diving yeah. into that block. And then kind of Josh kinda, Allen. Kinda, Josh Allen yeah. put his body out there too. He did. He got trampled on. You see, I don't know if you know this, but Lorente kind of just, you know, just jogging around with me. He didn't even do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so is it true that when you, um, before the play happened, uh, you went over and spoke to the ref and you said, I I'm running this one back. Yeah, I told him. I was like, if, if he doesn't make this, I'm I'm probably scoring. Okay. And, and it happened. <laughs> he, <laughs> nice. well, I guess he went up to the Nick Sorensen, the special teams coach. I was like, yeah, he's called that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But but when I was back there, I was like, man, because obviously I played with Prater in Detroit. And I was like, he could probably make this. You know, I've seen him make game-winning field goals from 50-something-plus yards. And I know he can make sixty yarders easily. I was like, he might make this. But if he doesn't, I'm gonna I'm gonna score because I've never had this opportunity before, and I gotta take advantage. Yeah, it looked like he kind of caught up with you a little bit towards the end, but uh, Shaq kind of got in the way, and it was it was looking yeah. out for you. So that's that's cool, that's awesome. Yeah. And and the Gus Johnson, I mean, his his yeah. calling of that play, I mean, that's considered one of his best, like you know, sports calls. Uh, and it, it's just I think, yeah. Go ahead. I think Gus is just the icing on the cupcake. To be honest, he yeah. he kind of he kind of when I see I can watch the play and, and obviously I get excited about, it, but when I turn the volume all the way up, <laughs> I get chills. When he starts he, screaming he your it. when he starts screaming yeah. your name, Agnew, it's 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 great, man. It's we need yeah. to have Gus Johnson call every Jags game because you know not only would it be just amazingly entertaining, but you know we'll have a we'll have a Jamal Agnew you know uh, kick return for a touchdown every game. <laughs> exactly i need that <laughs> yeah so um yeah i was um i was doing a little more research and I, I i did notice that uh your childhood um nfl idol was eric allen or is eric allen um all pro defensive back uh played for the eagles i think he played for oakland and some other teams as well mm -hmm. um so uh you know he played for the eagles and now um now you have an incoming head coach that won a Super Bowl with the Eagles, uh, Doug Peterson. Um, are you excited to be playing for, for, for Coach Peterson? Yeah, I can't wait, man. I, I met Coach Peterson a couple times, and he's, he's just a great dude. You know, always had a smile on his face, you know, always positive. And, you know, that's what we need in the building right now. Um, and he's obviously a great leader. He just won a Super Bowl three, four years ago. Um, I mean, I, I think that was my rookie year uh, in the league when he won that Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, they had they had everything. They're back against the wall. You know, they weren't even um, – they didn't even have their starting quarterback, which is crazy. And, you know, just to, just to think about what he could do with, you know, with Trevor and, you know, all the potential Trevor has. And, you know, I feel like he's going to – he's going to – he's going to tap all that potential that, you know, Trevor has and he's going to maximize it. And, you know, I can't wait just to play for him. Yeah, I'm really excited to see, you know, what the offense looks like and 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 really uh I'm 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 very interested in what your role is going to be like cuz you know, you're you're a gadget, you know, slash X factor player. You can do a lot of things. You can, you know, run the ball, you can you're a specialist, you can do kickoff and and punt returns and and you're a wide receiver, you have great hands. So, you know, do you see yourself being, you know, that type of X factor player, you know, for this upcoming season? 
Man, I just wanna I just wanna go out there and make plays for the team, whether that's, you know, like you said, catching the ball, you know, making plays on special teams, you know, getting carries, I mean, whatever it is, you know, I just wanna make some plays. That's what I am. I, I feel like I'm a playmaker. Yeah. You know, I just like I just wanna make plays. Um, do what the team needs me to do, you know, week by week, you know. You know, we everybody has their role, but you know, everything changes, you know, on a week by week basis, you know, depending on who we're playing. Um, you know, I'm gonna play my role and you know, I'm just gonna do what I do and that's make plays and you know, I just hope to be put in a position to make plays like that. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to more of them, man, because just watching you play last season was was amazing. Um appreciate that, man. So uh I wanted to my last question here, I want I, I heard a rumor, my wife asked me to to ask you this question was um about who was the fastest player on the Jaguars. I heard there was some, there was a rumor of a competition going on between you Man. and Rudy Ford. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to Rudy clear like, the air. Rudy likes to think he's the fastest. I, I'll let him, I'll let him tell everybody he is, but he knows, he knows what it is. Yeah. I think, I think Chris, Chris Claybrooks will try to say he's fastest. Jack will probably throw himself in there. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Last year, Tavon still got some speed. Tavon would Tavon would still say he's pretty fast, but I don't. I don't think it's a debate in my eyes. I'm definitely the fastest. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hey man, J- Jamal, thanks so much for for taking the time to come on the show again. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. It's really fun watching you play. I'm really looking forward to it, and I I, I wish you the best of luck for this uh, upcoming season. Appreciate that, man. I have fun. Um, appreciate you inviting me on the show, man. No problem. All Anytime. the dad found out there, man. Love y'all. Uh, see y'all next year. All right. Thanks again. This episode is available on the Jaguar Podcast YouTube channel, so if you stop by, make sure to subscribe and give this video a like. Also, these episodes are available on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other major podcast distributors as well. So if you don't mind, please leave me a review and some feedback. I'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, my Twitter handle is at Jaguar Podcast. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. This is Andrew signing off. Cheers. Cheers.